Hello, socialites. Welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where I study being social by being social. I'm Joan Dombrowski. And I'm Gaspar Randazzo. And we have a lot to discuss, a lot to fill you in on. The world has been a wild place. We were robbed last night. We were robbed last night. We were. I was just thinking, I was like, were we robbed last night? Two things. One, I still can't get over Blake's tattoo. And also, <laughs> two, yesterday, I really just realized 33 is like, not young. So it's so funny because like growing up, I thought like I'd always want to go out and like enjoy, like, you know, do things. And then like now at 33, when I'm out, um, I was literally like, I would rather be on my couch right now watching The Office. And I don't even like The Office. And I know I love The Office, but I don't like, I'm not like an office fanatic, like one of those people. But that was irrelevant to what it was, was. But like while we were out, I just started thinking to myself, like every passing minute, I was like, that's one minute less of sleep. And then like, and then- I, Oh, that was me last night, 100%. Every minute that we were out and every person that we were talking to, I was like, I would rather be sleeping. Yeah, and it's like, and then like you start realizing like when you're young, like all those like meaningless conversations in like a bar are fun and exciting. Oh, I wanted to shoot myself yesterday. Uh, yeah. It's like, if I have to tell one more person, just like the general gist of who I am, I will die yeah. in this moment. And then like explain, cause then like we're also like, we're in Cleveland by the way still. So um, we filmed four episodes in bulk. Now, you know. Yeah. So we're still in Cleveland. This is the next day. Week's podcast. So but yesterday, though, the one thing that hit me was like ready to go. And Blake is 21. And there's a very big difference between 21 and 31 and then 33. Do you remember being like that, though? I no. was definitely like that. So I, so I'm, I'm I don't because I got I, I was married by 25. But then what were you so doing at 21? At 21, I met my wife and we were dating. So like I wasn't doing but all that fun stuff. But you guys were going stuff. to concerts and meeting other people. Oh, and yeah, like yeah. We were doing fun stuff, but not like, you know, like that, like whole single life of just like being in a bar and going here, going there and doing whatever. Like I didn't, you know, I was I was already with somebody. I'll never forget. So I, when I was like a senior in college, I was dating a guy who was a little bit older. So I was probably 21 and he was, I think he was 23. And I remember thinking like, I'm dating an older guy. But now I like look back 23 is a child. Still young. So I remember we were dating. We like broke up for a little bit and then we started dating again when I was about 22 and he was probably 25. And we were at a grocery store buying groceries and we were buying beer and she asked him for ID, his ID. And he had this weird complex about how he was, first of all, he was only into like super young looking guys, which I did at the time. And he always wanted to like be like young, right? And he asked the cashier, like, how old do you think I am? And she said, 30. And he was like legitimately pissed. Like he was so mad. He's like, are you fucking? And then we got into the car. He's like, the fucking bitch. Can you believe she said that to me? She's gonna look 30. Here's the thing. Men, like older men, that like, is there anything better? Like being in I your- there's a lot more But better. being in my 30s now- I think I look better in my 30s than oh, I did me, in my 20s. Me too. Yeah. And and I think I look better now than I did ever in my life facially. Maybe not bodily. Yeah. I yes. I, I agree with you. Like Dude, my, I have to show you this picture of me. My well, my face, like with my beard, like I didn't have a beard. I had like the awkward like puby beard. Yeah. You know, in in so yeah, no, I, I would say I, I like the way I look more now. But also is that like one of those things that come with like, as you get older, you just become more comfortable in your own skin? I don't know. 
You know no, what I'm saying? I, maybe. Here's like, I, but I look back at pictures of myself and I was like, wow, I look like a dumbass. Gasper. With my flipped hair. I look at this picture all the time and I look at myself and I say, what happened? This is me at 25 years old. I do not look like this anymore. That was you? Yeah. What? I know. You look like super guido. I'm like ripped. You are? Well, yeah. Aside from bottom, like your face, you just want to hold this into the camera, Blake? I'm like skinny, but kind of ripped. No, you you were like skin diesel. Skin diesel. <laughs> no, I definitely was um like very much a gym rat. Um, Full six pack, like wasn't it that's not i have one pack now it's called tummy and i'm okay with it but, but you know it's what not tummy i'm not no, i'm like skinny I, i'm not you're skinny too yeah but like we're like different skinnies we're like because you're like dad lanky. skinny you know what i realized i should, like, I should do you still know look it, like this do you know what I, that why a dad my chest like it's yeah, developed look, yeah. What's, like, what happened to me do, do you know why a dad bod is a thing i thought a dad bod was just like oh like you didn't care but the concept of a dad, this is what someone told me. It might not be true. The concept of a dad bod that women like about it is because your body's changing because you're doing more with your family and spending less time in the gym. So it's like your body's changing. Where did you read that and who lied to you? Someone told me that. They were like, oh, dad bods are sexy because Casper. it means that you take care of your kids. That Yeah. I, I, That's unbelievable. You look good. What the fuck happened You look to like me? a different person. <gasps> Like, how am I supposed to take that? No, but I think you look better now because there you look like you're on spring break with Carson Daly. I was at and, Coachella. Yeah, of course. I don't know what that is. Coachella. Coachella? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. We're not, the East Coast doesn't do Coachellas. Yeah, you so don't. It's not like a thing for us. We go to Great Adventure. That's crazy, Gasper. I can't, I'm like looking at this picture, I'm like mad. No, don't be mad. There's a gym in the basement. We'll go tomorrow morning at three in the morning before our flight. We have to leave at 4 a.m. Okay, that's the other thing, too. Wait. That, yeah. So let's, before we move on to whatever that other thing is. So the, last night, what, what the crazy part is, is while we're there, it's like, you just look around and you're like, these are all just meaningless conversations. Like, no, they're not going anywhere. And then it's like, you realize like what a 33 year old, not that we're old. I don't think we're old at all. I still feel young, but like at, I, I, it makes you realize like if someone's like thir 35 and they're dating someone who's 21, like I can't even imagine aside from physical but like conversational, like, like if any of those people we were talking to yesterday, if we were like, so what do you think about politics? They would be like, go Cleveland, you know, like, like not like, even like yeah. they not it's what went right over their head. And like, that's the kind of conversations like I want to have at this point in my life. And it's just weird. And like, then like last night I was home, I'm like, you know, back in the hotel and I'm like, why did I stay out for an extra hour? Like, yeah. Why did you? Like I should have just went. Well, I had to babysit Blake. <laughs> you had to make sure Blake was okay. I had to make sure Blake was good. I don't feel old. However, I will choose a night in any day. Like Pride this year in Seattle. We went out every night of Pride. I wanted to die. Was it the whole month? No, no, no. Every oh. night of... Oh, geez. Some people do that. Some people... I know people... I'm just talking Seattle Pride. Yeah. I went out Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, I got you. I got you. And I went out on Sunday. Some people will fly every weekend of June hurt hard. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. The, I, I was never a partier. Like you put it best. One time we were in Buffalo. That's Buff crazy to me. One time we were, when we were in Buffalo, the, the uh, security guard came in and he's like, all right, let me tell you guys about a club that you guys would like. Looking at Joe and I thinking that we were club people. And he's like, you could go to this club, go to this club. And he's showing us videos. And it was like, 
psychedelic evil. And he was so excited. And, and he was super nice. He thought he was it. doing a nice yeah, thing Yeah, he was for like, us. you guys will love this club. And it was like seizure strobe lights happening. And Joe and I just- Like bottle service. Like yeah. people were walking with trays with sparklers. Women were dancing in like the cages. And, and people were like on Going bar. crazy, like gloves with little lights on the end. <laughs> and we looked at him and we're like- Well, no, you said my fair line. And I always think of this. You said- I have a, a, like a home goods. Uh, uh, um, I said I have a nightclub exterior yeah. with a dive bar interior. No, but and then you said like I'd rather go to home goods, and the guy was like, "Uh, uh, really cool clubs," and we're like, "No, no not for us." Like. We want to sit where there's us and maybe four other people in the bar, oh, dude. I would and- rather, much rather, sit around with like five or less. Of my very good friends. Well, not even that. I, it could be five strangers. No. But, well, I like talking to strangers. I like talking to strangers too, but like, Morgan and I were talking about this the other day. I can only do small talk. I, I The capacity for it now is much smaller than it yes. ever used to be. And I can see how, especially for you, you're on the road all the time. But like, here's the thing. When you tell people you're a comedian, it's like the same five questions. It's a very interesting profession when you meet a comedian. I understand people. You don't do that often. They say, are you famous? And then I got to explain it. Famous relative. Like, are you funny? I was famous five and now I'm on the street. So (laughs) I'm back to like ground zero. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, um, and then they say, can you tell a joke? I hate that. Whenever someone says, if I say I'm a comedian, they're like, oh, can you tell a joke? I'm like, what do you do? And let's say they're like, oh, I'm a carpenter. I'm like, all right, build me a house. Right now. And they're like, I'm like, oh, see? Don't worry. They don't like that. And then uh, also like, also if like someone was like, oh, you're a teacher, you would never be like, oh, teach something. And maybe it's like creepy people would say that. Let me quick question for you. Even though we're both 33, you're a dad, I'm not a dad. The one difference between the different types of 33 that we're living is you wake up at that ass crack of dawn and I'll sleep till two still. 5.30 every day, no That's matter insane, what. Gasper. Even last night we went out to one, whatever it was. 5.30 is one. And I had every intention on sleeping late, but my internal body clock says 5.30, you have to be up. And like, what's hard is like, if we're on the road together and I'm up at 5.30, I am just- I'll always wake up to a text from Gasper. Like, <laughs> I'm going to get food. Did you want anything? Or whatever. Eight, it's eight it's hour, like five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> eight hours prior to your wake up. And I was, you know, cause for me, I'm up. So like hotel I could do. And then I go outside, I explore the city, just walk up and down the streets get breakfast, then get lunch. Then Joe wakes up. And then we do it. <laughs> then we do our shows. What time do your kids wake up? Do they wake you up? Um, so my daughter just started like a month ago sleeping through the night. Wait. Torture. She's so, three? Two. two. So some kids will be a pleasure, right? So one day when you have kids, your kids might come home from the hospital, sleep, you know, kids sleep a lot the first few months, but they might sleep through the night and you'll be like, wow. And then they'll never not sleep through the night. Some kids do that. Like they just sleep through the night. But my kids decided never to do that. So because my Both son- Both of them. Because my son was born early, we, we screwed him up. So he had to be woken up every three hours and be fed because he was so underweight. That it we would needed be dangerous. to gain him weight. So we had to wake him up every three hours for the first of his life. So then he got on this crazy schedule of like, be up every three hours. So that was a nightmare. And my daughter just fell in line with she that. She just wakes up like she would. She wakes up every night up until about a month ago at 2 a.m. Just like clockwork, like 1.30, 2 a.m. And then 
She just lays in her crib and she goes, Daddy, Daddy. Sometimes she calls me babe, <laughs> which I love. She'll, like if she, and too. So they'll be like, babe, babe. I guess they just I'd think- imitate you and Melissa or something? Yeah, I guess they just think it's relative. Like if we call babe, one of them will come. Because <laughs> like they hear us call each other babe. So I think they think that's one of our names also. It's like a nickname. <laughs> So they'll be like, babe. So like Lucy. That just- is so funny. I think that's the clip. <laughs> so, and then uh, she also lays in bed sometimes and just talks to her. Like, you know, like they just do stuff like that. Like she'll be like, you know, la, 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 daddy, just you know. T- and then you wake up to that speaking happening. You just hear it. And then like after a while, you kind of just feel bad. Some people just leave them. And there's uh, nothing wrong with that. There's the cry it out method, you know, which you'll learn about one day. Where you just leave them and they figure it out and they put themselves back down. But Lucy's like such a fun baby that I don't even care about going in and hanging out with her, bringing her in the bed with us. Like she comes in, she chills out. She's just funny. So I don't care. You're going to hate me. My dog wakes up at different <laughs> crazy times of the day too. But I will say that's harder though. He because does. If, if Mac wakes up, you have to actually take him outside. No, you don't. We could let him cry it out. <laughs> we could, right? But what happens? Oh, is he in a cage? Oh, so we just started. So we are crate training him. It's crate, not a cage, first of all. Um, sorry, Peter. Yeah, sorry, Peter. And, and uh, <laughs> teachers, pay teachers. He is in his crate <laughs> since day one. He sleeps in his crate. And that when we leave the house, he's in the crate. Okay. That's the rule, right? So as of about last week, we started letting him not sleep in the crate at night because he likes the cold floor. He likes different places in the house and he'll sleep. But He'll do two things. One, he wakes up every day at like between 4.30 and 5 and he'll just jump on us. That's early. But if he's in the crate, he'll just cry at the same time. Which is which is worse. I don't know. We're like, what's going on? We don't know what to do. So that actually is like the baby because she I could f- cry and we could let her or she comes in our bed and then but either I way. I feel like if he just like if we did the cry it out method, it would not be good. Speaking of the devil, it's Morgan. Oh, put one podcast. Hey, Morgan. Hi. You're on the Social Studies Podcast. Oh, hey, what's up? Hey, Morgan, how's it going? Good, how are you? Looking about you and how you, how you try to do cry it out method with the dog. How Mac, at, how he, we're talking about how Mac wakes up every day at four or between 4.30 oh, yeah. and five. So, but you, you've, oh, yeah. you've been letting him sleep in the bed. Now, when you're when Joe's gone, do you let him sleep in the bed with you? Yeah, well, you know, I usually put him, uh, he has a little cot with uh, a blanket over it and maybe a toy by it. And I put him there and he's usually pretty good about going to sleep there. But somehow every morning I wake up and then he's right up next to me and I haven't even noticed it in the night. So yeah. it's, been, it's been decently successful. A couple nights he has had so much energy. Where, you know, he just, uh, it's better to just put him right so he can sleep there and feel comfortable, but. So dogs really are like kids. That's what I told him. I'm trying to tell Gasper dogs are like kids and he's, he wants to like slaughter me for that. Mac, like if you left Mac home alone right now, you're not going to go to jail. That's true. If I leave Lucy home alone, I go to prison. All right. We're going to cut to a commercial break and, um, we'll see you in two minutes. So. I guess I, I do agree with you with the dogs. I, and But there are the rules with, you know, leaving the kids. But as far as waking up, my kids wake up at 5.30 on the dot every day. 
And then like, that's when chaos starts. And like, you'll see, and I guess it's similar to the dog in the sense that, um, you know, like as soon as they wake up, they're hungry, they're thirsty. Honestly, Mac is the best dog. He's seriously, he's so good. Like we look at some of our friends' dogs, they wake up on a hundred. Mac wakes up so chill. So he'll just he like, like he wakes, wakes up, up and, just... and then he'll just like go outside and walk and he'll like take another nap on the carpet and just like <laughs> chill. And then also he um like a lot of dogs, if you like open the door, you know, they'll just like run. Yeah. He just sits there and waits until you walk out the door. Even if there's like things going on outside, he'll just look until you go. Yeah, see, I guess that maybe dog maybe dogs are a reflection of their owners if you're like more chilled in the morning. We are we actually do have a little bit of a chill also gasper our new house has i'm this is so hippy dippy seattle and i'm not this person i swear i'm not this person but this house has it oozes good vibes no i, be- it's I got believe good in energy that. good juju good people are like you have to sage it i honestly i don't want to sage it yeah, you don't want to ruin the flow <laughs> i this is crazy i gotta tell you something the second day that I lived in this house, Morgan went to work. I was in the house by myself and I started talking to the spirits and I just said, I go, hey, the spirits in this house, you're giving me good energy. You're giving me good vibes. And I think we got a good thing going here. So like, if you don't like, we won't mess with you. You don't mess with us. We'll do honor by the house. So I just want to say thank you. And it is, and I'm a huge wimp with like the dark and going into a basement by myself. Like when you were at the haunted house and you were looking at all that creepy shit in the basement, I would never, not even if I was with you, wouldn't do it. No, it's just, I, I like that stuff, but I get freaked out, but I like it. Like I, I'm no, in there. No, you're psycho. And then I like run out. Like no, I get, and you like it? I just like the thrill. I'm like, oh, people were killed here. You and my friend, Rich, he loves creepy shit. I hate it. I don't love creepy shit, but I just, I, I like, like, do you know that there's um this thing called Robert the doll. Did you ever hear of this? Oh, God. I don't know if we should talk about it. I don't know what the rules are. You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, do you want to know? I don't know. Yes. You're going to be freaked out. Blake wants to know. So there's this thing, Robert the doll. It's in Florida, in Fort Lauderdale. And um, I just said that. So Brooklyn, Fort Lauderdale. from Brooklyn. Um, So so Fort Lauderdale. (laughs) Um, So it's this doll that was like the original concept of that Annabelle. You know Annabelle? You know who Annabelle is? Unfortunately. So I'm pretty sure Robert the Doll was the... Can you just... Uh, Blake, can you just look up Robert the Doll, Annabelle, insp- like if that's the thing. But I'm pretty sure it was inspired by Annabelle and um, or Annabelle was inspired. So it was this doll that was like given to some people, really creepy. And everyone who had the doll, all this bad shit kept happening. So they ended up putting this doll in this museum but what happens is the doll doesn't want no, it. No. I just got chills. No, Wait, Gasper. No, 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 no. Let me tell you, you're going to like it. So the doll doesn't like pictures being taken of it. So, and people are like, get the hell out of here. So everyone takes pictures. And when you take pictures of it, bad stuff happens to you. So then the own stop, you write an apology letter to the doll and they get, I got chills. Look close. I. Okay. So either way, this Robert the doll is so people write letters. So like, it's like, you took a picture, you snuck a picture, and then your plane got delayed. Your this happened. All this bad stuff happened. People write letters begging him to release the curse of him. And all the letters are in the exhibit of Robert the Doll at this museum in Fort Lauderdale. Here's the thing. I want to see Robert the Doll. And I it's know that, so creepy. Will you, I don't want to bring it up on my I'll phone. i put it on my phone. Oh, good. Because yeah, I feel I like the my... bad juju is going to come through the phone. No, I don't believe in that. I show my students him. And then when I pull him up on the screen, they cry. 
Robert. I have one for you after this. The doll. Oh yeah, Robert the doll. It's no Gasper, no Gasper. What? We already are looking at him. He's weird. You know, he's not weird. I didn't say that because I don't know what the, the spirit rules are. My plane's definitely getting delayed tomorrow. That's Robert the doll. <gasps> no, I hate it. I hate it. Here, Blake, you want to put Robert the doll on the camera? Well, we can probably put Robert the doll's actual picture in the yeah. thing. Okay, I hate it. Why has it got a cork looking face? No, Gasper, put it away. <laughs> no. Let me ask you. Have you ever heard of Wrinkles the Clown? No. Well, I'm not a clown. Okay. Wrinkle. There, I think there's a doc yet wrinkles the clown. It's this creepy ass looking clown that's all wrinkly. Ugh. And parents were calling. You could call wrinkles the clown to show up at your house. And there was like, they'd be like, ooh, no. To your, the kids are like, if you be bad, wrinkles the clown <laughs> is going to show up. And then wrinkles the clown would show up at your house, like in your window. And they'd be like, see, wrinkles is here to get you. It was, And then people were like, this is child abuse. Wait, hold on a second. I have many questions. Was Wrinkles, and there's a documentary about Was this. Wrinkles the Clown a real person? Like, uh, not a real person, but like, it was like a movie nope. or it was an actual thing? This is a real thing. It was a real thing and there's a real documentary. Where? People would, I don't know, but people would call this Wrinkles the Clown to be like, hey, come scare my kids. Yeah, there's an, it's an ad That's I just horrifying. found. It says he's just a phone call away. Yep. Oh, I would call him. No, 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 Gasper, don't call him. Should we go no, see his Gasper, still active? It. Wrinkles the Clown. Yeah, oh, the <gasps> documentary. Uh, is Wrinkles the Clown... Who was he? Wrinkles the Clown is a curmudgeonly homeless man who dresses as a clown and hires himself out to parents to scare kids for a few hundred dollars, offering to come to their homes and frighten misbehaving children. I have a phone number for him. Gasper, do you... No, don't. I swear to God, don't. We'll I swear to God. Him. No, Gasper, don't do it. Please, please, What's please. What's going to happen? No, 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 no. All right, we won't call, but put in the comments if, if you, you have called. If you have called or if we should have called. No, do not, do not. You know I want to call. And you know there's going to be someone who's going to call, so I'm going to give the numbers in case someone wants to call. No, I don't want this out on my YouTube. <laughs> Nothing, no. All right. Uh -uh. You, well, you look it up on your own time. Next, moving yeah, on. Yeah, he's... Uh, he, uh, he's a man from Naples. That's in Florida, right? Naples, yeah, yeah, Florida. yeah. I wonder it's if it's the worst. <laughs> I wonder if no. Did you ever watch American Horror Story? I bet One a lot season. of viewers did. Oh, two was, seasons actually. Did you watch the season where they're in Naples, Florida, with the what was that called? The Freak Show? No, 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 that's the one that I didn't watch. Is that the one with Lady Gaga? No, no, no. Lady Gaga was the vampire one. No. The hotel. That nope. was great. Didn't watch that one. I the only it. one I watched and I loved was um, Asylum? Coven. Oh. Which was New oh, yeah, Orleans. We had talked about that. Yeah, that was yeah, a good one. And I also watched the one where it was like dead high school kids in 1985. Oh, that one wasn't good. Those are the two that I, I didn't watched. like that one. I like that. Uh, I also watched a weird condensed version of 1985. They had like five episodes. Yes, I and they were bad. Also, they were like at the drive-in one of them, right? I, I don't know. It's weird. But there was also, I didn't know that there, did you know that American Horror Story and American Horror Stories are two different things? Is that true? Am I wrong? I don't know. I don't know. American Richie Horror tried Stories. to explain this to me. I don't know. Anyway, you got something about Naples? Because I got one more clown thing to tell you. No, that I, I'm wondering if American Horror Stories freak show or whatever based on wrinkles the the clown? is based on him because there's a creepy clown who lingers through the woods and kills people. Now that's what I wanted to bring up. Do you remember? I want to say it was probably 2012, maybe 2013 where clowns were just showing up 
In Staten Island. At, no, the whole country. Yes, it was happening but, in Michigan. Where I, it was happening in Seattle, Blake. No. They, okay. No. This, this no. Is, wait, so, wanted this sorry. So going back, they were doing this clown promotion thing on Staten Island. And it turned out, remember the movie I was telling you about? There's a movie on Netflix called Terrifier, which I'm friendly with some of the, the people who made it. Of course and, you are. <laughs> and um, that movie Terrifier, they were putting out, I, so I think they were putting out the clown to drum up hype for the movie. And then everyone started putting clowns everywhere. No. Yeah. No, I won't have Because that's creepy. Because imagine you're driving down a highway and it's nighttime. And there's just a clown standing there. Like, that's not really a prank or a joke. Like, because that's fucking scary. People are horrified of clowns. My mom and I, one time, were in a, uh, a car wash. And both of the doors closed. Because in Michigan, typically, a car wash... Oh, it's probably the same in New York. It's not like this in Seattle, Blake. When you go through a car wash, the door behind you will close. And the door in front of you will close. So that shit doesn't freeze on the inside because in the winter, yeah. you know, so I guess yeah. we're in a car wash and both doors closed and it was like taking a while for them to come back up. And I said to my mom, I go, what would you do if somebody just like dropped down in front of your car right now? And she goes, I would drive right through this front door. And I go, you wouldn't use your cell phone, like call for help or anything. No, you're first. in there. You have to. You would just do the front door. I walks down like a murderer. Well, you don't know who it I'm is. I'm going to sit and I, go do, on my phone. Do you phone. know what a murderer just looks like? No. Well, they say you walk past nine murderers in your lifetime. Are you serious? <laughs> they say the average person passes nine. Think about it. A lot of people kill people. I'm not, not like. This is crazy. So like if you're walking and you walk past millions of people in your lifetime. You've walked past somebody who's killed somebody? Probably. Now, does that include like. Is that like cold blood murder murder? Or are we talking like... like, like accidental manslaughter? No, like, I don't know. Like, I believe that, like, I've walked past, like, military people before. All right, well, that's different. I mean, like, a cold I don't blooded. know. I don't know. I saw it on a meme. Cold calculated murder. <laughs> it's not just not a meme. must be true. Well, I make no way that they can actually do a scientific research study on that. How would you know? God, I don't know. I don't want to know. In New York, it's think scary, about this stuff. Just break down New York City, 8 million people, right? I go to the city. I stand there. Let's say 10,000 people pass me in the time I'm there for a few hours, right? That's about, I, I don't know what the number would be. Out of those 10,000, at least one or two have to kill somebody. I hate that we're talking about this. All right, we're done talking about this. this I'm My skin is crawling. I hate this type of shit. <laughs> this I don't is like scary episodes. Gasper, I don't like haunted houses. I don't like scare. I don't like murder stuff. But back to the thing, if someone falls from the thing while you're in the car wash, you're really going to take out your cell phone, sit there, dial 911. Hey, I'm in a car wash. Someone just fell from the ceiling. He's in the car wash with me. No, you're getting out of there. If he tries to attack you, he might have just fell. Maybe he was stuck up in the washers. And then... You ran him over and you killed him. <laughs> no, and now I, you're the murderer. You're waiting for he him was just to stuck do in something. The washer. You're waiting. You're. I'm not. Right. As soon as he comes down, I'm not. You're not. Think, you're gonna wait. Hell no. I'm gonna probably help him. I'm gonna say, why the hell was this guy down? <laughs> but what if he was a murderer? Then I helped a murderer, but he don't deserve to get hit by a car because he was stuck in a car wash. That's what I'm saying. Fran was just going to run his ass over and well, go right through the door without even thinking. Different because if you're like a, a woman and older, like an older woman, like my mom Gasper. would be. Do you think about this with your mom? I think about this with my uh, mom all the time. Like the older my parents get, the more I think about, like if there was ever like a tragedy or some shit went down right now, she wouldn't be able to outrun it or no, like go anywhere. I, I think that 
All right, so it's horrifying. When that actually makes me sad because me too, I and, hate it. And when you have kids, you'll see this too. Like I'll go to the park with my kids, and like a few days ago, I was at the park, and it was like, and now I'm gonna sound like an old crotchety old man, but there was like rowdy teenagers who really were not being bad. Rowdy teenagers are terrifying, but they were just loud, and like that's my world that I live in during the year mm-hmm. with loud teenagers. But they were loud, and like one of them had a dirt bike. So like, and this is New York City. Like, this isn't like- The field. The field where you're riding a dirt bike. Like, we're in a New York City park. He's revving the engine. They were blasting music. But they were not being bad. You know, there was a few like, suck my dick. You know, like yelling at each other. Just New York talk. But that's just New York greetings. And um, I was like, at one point they kept cursing. And I kind of looked at them like, guys, like, and points to my kids. Like, you're in a kid's park. And like, they were cool enough about it. They were like, oh, my bad boss. I'm like- Okay, so I'm playing with my kids. But then, of course, that thought creeps into your head. And I know, like, parents think of an emergency where I had to, like, fight 30 of these kids. Like, what would happen? Because, number one, then I'm like, my kids are going to be alone. I'm going to probably get killed. Then I'm like, all right, I could take on four or five of them, maybe, because they were teenage, if the smaller ones. Um, then I, But then I'm like, what would I do? Like, do I pick up my kids and run? And then I'm like, do I just pick up my daughter and let my son run? Cause he's a little older. You know what I mean? Cause, but then I'm like, he's not fast. He runs like, you know, he, my son runs like a bobblehead. Like something's like, he runs like his head's broken. <laughs> it's like detached. Cause he plays uh, baseball and he has to wear the helmet, but the helmet's too big. Yeah. So every time he runs, it just bobbles. And he's like always discombobulated. I, you know he plays baseball, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you told me he looks like Chicken Little. Yeah, like Chicken Little. He hit the ball a few days ago. He ran to third base. I go, what are you doing? He goes, Dad, I tricked them. I was like, you're out. You That's didn't trick them. You, you ran to third base. You're supposed to run to first base. He's like, I tricked them. So Nope, you're um, out. But yeah, like, but you think these things, like you start getting paranoid, like, oh my God, what if I have to defend my kids? You know, and then like I was talking this about my wife, like people are crazy in today's world. Crazy. Like I said, like, Unless you are physically in danger and we were walking, there's no reason that like I would just start fighting with somebody because like someone says something to you and is like, oh, you're hot, whatever. Cool. Let them think you're hot. I'm not getting into a confrontation with someone because he said, because in today's world, people are nuts. nuts. And then they'll take it, you know, in New York or I don't know where it was, someone, someone cut someone off and then they cursed them out at the dog. Window and you hear stories about this all and then the time. They get, shot. they get shot, but someone threw a turret. It was Thanksgiving window on a highway at the next to them, and it killed them. A tu- the heart, no, it was Thanksgiving. Frozen. They had the frozen turkey. They got, they cut him off, cursed him out. Like you don't know what's going. Wait, through they cut him minds. off, cursed him out. He got out of his car and threw a turkey at no, him. No, they were on the highway driving, and they chucked the turkey out the window, and at it, like, his car, it like hit the window, and they like spun out of control and, and died. died, or they died or got hurt. But like, what the hell is going through your mind? But that's why I'm like, you know, as long as my kids or my wife are not in physical threat of a danger, don't you know, do it. There's no reason to engage. And that is dad talk. That's dad talk. You but wanna- not everybody's like that because some people are like, don't talk to my wife like that. And then they get, but like, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm a we'll wuss. We'll figure it out. Let's cut to another commercial break and get to the emails. We'll see you guys in just a minute. All right, so we are going to read an email, guys. We love that you keep sending in emails, but please, please, because we are pressed for time, try to keep them a little shorter, maybe like two paragraphs or less. 
Maybe if I'm reading them even like a few sentences because I can't read. Think of it like poetry, okay? Like lots of detail, a little amount of words, but not quite a haiku. Send your emails, your crazy stories about whatever it is. It could be teaching. It could be not teaching. The Social Studies Podcast at gmail.com. That's the Social Studies Podcast at gmail.com. The Social Studies Podcast at gmail.com. Send them. Let it rip. We'll read them. What's the subject? The subject is... Preschool potty mouth to the extreme. I love it already. (laughs) Long story, but I hope it's worth the read. I work in a preschool for children who have been through a lot in their first years of life. It breaks my heart to think about how anyone could do anything so terrible to a child. I literally, literally, I think about that all the time. I already don't even want to read this one because I have, you know, little kids, but it's okay. Um, But most of the children have very strong responses to anything as little as another student looking at them. And many have picked up on some very colorful language, to say the least. About a week ago, one of my more violent and reactive students, four years old, was having a hard day screaming random students' pictures off of their chairs and walls. Most toys were dumped on the ground and the classroom was a mess. The rest of the students have learned to ignore this behavior and continue on with their days. We as teachers do as well because we eventually comes down and cleans up and apologizes and he rarely hurts other students on purpose in these moments. The one time I stepped in to tell him he needed to be safe to uh, his and his friend's body. Yeah, be uh, safe to his body and his friend's body. Okay, like yeah, it was worded. Elementary language. So, uh, when he started throwing a metal water bottle, he looked me dead in the eyes and said, shut the hell up, bitch. To which I said, sounds good and walked away. I like that answer. It's my kind of answer. So shut the hell up, bitch. And I said, sounds good and walked away. He struggled to get through the day, but eventually it was time to get on the bus and go home. He got on the bus and people from the office portion of the building take them and put them. Take them and put them. Oh, because you guys put people in their car. In yeah. Their, oh, my God. It's so crazy reading this elementary is so funny. stuff. Yeah. Because is... I'm like, why are they taking them? I was like, I don't know if we should read yeah, this. Yeah, you got to help them get in the car or the yeah, bus. Duh. Okay. They're yeah. little. My kids just leave. Sorry. Um, uh, It was the, he got on the bus and people from the office portion of the building take them and put them into their car seats while the teachers corral children to load the bus. When the bus monitor told him to sit so he could buckle up, he gave her a double middle finger (laughs) and screamed at the top of his lungs, fuck you, motherfucker. Shocked, she ran off the bus saying, I don't know what happened. Whose student is that? And found a teacher who went to talk to him so he would hopefully calm down before the long bus ride home. I don't know how to end this story, but I think it speaks for itself. Thanks for sharing all these crazy stories. I love hearing the wild things that make everyone feel like they're less alone in this journey. Okay, listen. Thank you. First things first. I'm the realist. I was going to say two. I was going to say two. I just saw Iggy uh, Azalea perform live at Pride, actually. Did she? Was she good? She was great. I didn't even know she still performed. I haven't heard anything about her. Gasper, that BBL is insane. What is that? Brazilian butt lift. Oh. (laughs) It is like insane. Like she's got two Christmas hams for an ass. Like it's like. She got one? Yes. Oh my God. All right. Well, before we go into this, let's look that up real quick. Yeah. Pure BBL. Anyway. Iggy um, Azalea? Iggy Azalea. So. um, Are you sure it's fake? The 10 million bajillion quadrillion. It's like competing with Kim Kardashian. No joke. Like 100%. Anyway, you have fun with that. And I'm going to say this. This was sad at first because I realized like that's trauma presenting itself in the kid. So it's like sad. But at the other hand, too, they're going to say something controversial. All right. Before you do, I just looked up Iggy Azalea. Yeah. You were 
Not joking. Yeah, she, um, okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Tiptoe. Tiptoe. It's not real, too. Look up Iggy Azalea before and after pictures. No, it's no. wild. Yeah, I, I remember she was like stick back in the there, day, right? Yeah, it's just, it's literally insane. Anyway, um, the, okay, so two, two, two sides to the story that I've always thought about. One, my heart breaks for these kids. Yeah, because where does that kid go from here? If you're that yeah. angry at four years old. Not only that, where does that kid go from here? But like, what happened to get this kid here acting like this, doing all this shit? Yeah. That's wild. On the other hand, I have worked with students like this being mainstreamed into my classroom where they're violent, where they're throwing shit, where they're saying hateful, insane, murderous language. And it's like, but what about the other kids? We're just telling the other kids, like, ignore it. Well, just, that's they're the not crazy safe. Part. The other kids aren't safe. And like you, we read it. And like that's the crazy part is like everyone listening also has been in that situation where you're, the kids are just like so used to a certain behavior that they're like, oh, that's just Joe acting mm. like Joe. That's not okay. Like, but but don't we as a society, we do this because think about it. You came to Manhattan. You see how we treat like People are just in the streets, just fucking screaming, going crazy. And we just walk right by like, oh, that guy's just okay. going crazy. Well, that's New York. That's in your immediate available or whatever. But like also the thing is, too, is like, don't we also have to tell kids like you should avoid if somebody in the wild Absolutely. is acting like no, this because you agree. could get hurt out of nowhere. I used to work in a school like this where this would happen day in and day out. Right. There were some very, very violent kids with some very, very normal kids. And one of the kids in our cohort was actually one of the um, higher up administrators in the district, his daughter was in this class with these kids who were doing, I'm Gasper, I'm talking breaking windows, screaming, fuck you bitch, and in fifth grade at us left and right, okay? And we one time had to tell some of the parents, like, we are concerned for what your child is being exposed to. And she was one of the kids who was being exposed to it. And he goes, oh, that's okay. Yep, that's okay. She's um, she's learning about like the differences of others, and and uh, this will get her farther in life. And and I'm over here like, if I'm the parent, get my kid the fuck out of that I don't want as you to, yeah. fast. I'm so sorry, but like, I am not putting my kid in a situation where they're exposed to that day in and day out. Plus, I was the teacher. I was watching these kids. The class couldn't learn shit. No, and that's what happens. Like when you start accepting that behavior then the whole classroom falls apart because then you're like, oh, Joe's just having an outburst. He's going to smash all the windows with a pole. We'll just wait it out while Joe does that. And, and here's the thing too. What do we not have in education ever? Power. Time. Oh. Power. <laughs> Power for sure. But time. Yeah. Well, now I got this kid who every time I open my mouth, I was literally trying to teach a lesson one time to the class. And every time I would go to speak, he'd be like, fuck you. Fuck you. He's in fifth grade, just screaming it at me. So I had to just sit in silence and do nothing so that he would not do that. Yeah. Nobody's learning. No, it's a classroom killer. One bad kid, uh, one bad, you know, that term bad kid, I people, hate. People, people, you do one, too. You do hate it? Do you really hate that term? Yeah, because. Because here's my thing. Be, it's True. As long as you understand it's, it's, why it's true. Yes, but I, I hate it because it's like, I kind of feel bad because it's like, you're bad, especially if you're at that age. 
Because it's like, but you're at bad. four years old because you're bad because you're a product of your environment. It's not really your fault. As long as you recognize that. Yeah, I think, of But course. if you're just saying there's a bad kid and you write it off, that's where the problem is. But I think it's detrimental when teachers say there's no such thing as a bad kid. No, yes, there is. Of and, course there and is. And you should be able to recognize but, that. But the thing is, like, I'm just like, a, I'm a believer that, like, they're bad because this is what their life is. Like, like listen, I'm not a perfect parent. I'm a, I'm a regular parent. You know what I mean? But I try to drunk. do the best. <laughs> yeah. So I try to do the best, like, and you see it in your own kids. Like, you know, like my daughter, if my son does something, like my son, uh, he'll build something. My daughter will go, go brother, go. I'm so proud of you, brother. Now, like, why do you, why do my kids say that? Because that's what they hear. You know what I mean? So like my kids grow up in a house where they hear like praise for doing the right thing. If you never heard it and all like, he hears is, you're a fucking idiot. That's all they know. That's all he's going to do. So right. when my son goes to school, he helps kids around him because that's, that's what, what we do, in, do the in the house. Like, so he sees, oh, you know, daddy cooks and cleans, helps, and everyone does everything together. That's all he knows. what I mean? So like, it's hard to fault him at that age. When they get older, then it's a different story because it's like, but you should know that. But then it's like, but that's all you know. For you've, forever. You've been ingrained. And, and when's it harder to change? Right now, if I try to change my personality... At 33, I couldn't do it. Here's the thing. I got to be honest with you too, especially when I taught in at that school, this one kid was doing like very, and had a history of kind of doing some like, just, I'll just say weird shit. And like, he was doing weird shit to like other kids. And in my mind, if we had identified that that weird shit was going on in previous grades, now this kid is in my kid's class and I'm hearing about it. And you knew about this issue as a parent. I got to tell you, you're not going to fucking school here. Yeah. And I, yeah, but people tell me that that's a wrong way to think about this. No, I, listen, look at like IEPs, right? If IEPs were done and really, really done. I mean, yes, everyone does them, but like a lot of times people copy and, you know, and just take stuff from an old one. If you did it the right way and really identified it and identified problems, you could fix a lot of things. This is my problem with IEPs. There is too, you need too to- Too much paperwork. Too much, you had a, you have to, gather too much data in order to actually make things happen where I have this kid who's making crazy unsafe choices daily and we cannot implement anything for seven months because well, you need another... me to collect data to tell you how many times they... bitch I'm fucking seeing it happen every single so, day let's make some moves with an elementary school so it's crazy because in high school we write it but so like let's say I write one because I have I have a dual license so I write that. Wait, right? what's your dual license? Special ed and social studies. No shit. You have a special ed degree too. Mm -hmm. did, you, did you have to get an additional degree on top of that? So in New York, I don't know how it is in the rest of the country. You, within your first five years of teaching, you have to get your master's degree. It's not mandatory in the places that I've taught, but it is common because once you get your master's, you get paid more. Yeah. So same thing with us, but but it's you, mandatory. You have five years to get it from your first That's day of crazy. teaching. You get it, you Wait, get fired. But how can you? I'm so sorry. I'm cutting you off left and right. No, no. You, you get fired if you don't get it. But how can you demand a teacher to get pay their master forty thousand dollars to get a degree, and they're never going to see that money back? No, like, you get a pay raise. Yeah, me too, Gasper. And it was like a maybe $100 per paycheck, not even. Yeah, it always comes out, so I think it's about 10000 more. A year? Yeah. Well, it's also New York, so that's like $5 in <laughs> Iowa, right? So it's, uh, yeah, so like I got my, I have, I actually have a triple master's, I guess. I don't know. You have three master's degrees? No, 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 no. I have a triple mate degree. 
I have a sign language degree. We had Dr. Gaspar Randazzo on the podcast today, everybody. I have a sign language, my degree, I have a sign language degree, Mm -hmm. a social studies degree and a a special ed degree. But my master's was in uh, special ed. My undergrad or whatever graduate regular degree is in social studies, secondary education. And then I went and got, I went to another school and got the sign language degree. Yeah. Thank you. So. I appreciate that. You know. Um, <laughs> no, no, but I, I don't know. Oh, so what I was saying was, well, we write the IEPs, but I have to get data from, I only teach social studies. So I write the social studies part. Then I have to get it from the English teacher, the math teacher, the science teacher. I have to get a blurb from everybody and nobody gets back to you. Oh, yeah. Ever. So like I, I could send an email. They'll never answer it. So I go door to door and I just knock. Now, for me, it's fine because I know everybody in the building. We have almost 4,000 plus students in my school. There's 350 staff members. I talk to a lot of people in the building or whatever. Of course. As as Joe knows, as I know of Cleveland now. They, um, but uh, I just knock on doors and tell them, hey, can you give me something? But a lot of teachers, they, they just never get anything what back. What you need, right. So then they're like, I don't know. I just write the IEP based on what I know. And some kids might be good in English class and then not do anything in math class. But well, here's the thing: a special ed teacher would come down to me and be like, "So, like, one of the issues I had with him was like he'd moan. Obviously, the kids do that at like very, very inappropriate times, and it was excessive. Mm. So, in order to actually address that, they needed me to collect data on it. So she made me this chart, and she's like, "Every time he moans, you need to like make tallies on this chart." <laughs> the and moan I, counter. It sounds so simple, but like, you think I have time for that? To stop what you clipboard. You think I have to? Oh, you think I have time to do that every minute of every like boom, boom, boom. Like honestly, I can't be in the middle of teaching and just keeping this tally on the clipboard. There's nine million things going on. Like that, this job is insane. Yeah. No. I, listen. And then like a BIP. You know what a BIP is? Behavior intervention, intervention plan. plan. Like you got to sit here and same type of thing, and you're like you're writing every time they did this, every time they did that, and it's it's exhausting. Like, but here's the thing: could we get it done? Yeah. If there was another set of eyes who was taking the tallies for me, but who? What don't we have? enough people just assign a student education in this country i'm just gonna say it criminal just assign a student yeah every time joe moans just you do it hit a little check on that box that's crazy hey we are i think we're running out of time here um i just got heated and i cut you off too much and i'm sorry i cut you off all the time in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit hey guys thanks for listening to social studies podcast go ahead leave us a five-star review on apple podcast if that's where you're listening and leave a, a little positive com-com. And if you're listening on YouTube, write us in the comments. We love uh, hearing from you. And if you call Wrinkles the Clown... Which you shouldn't. Please call him and let us know. I'm going to call him when we're done. I'll go in my room and call him by myself. I will not be around you. Hey, thanks for listening, you guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye, Bye. guys.